Hi everyone, Don here. Um, we're going to do a real short special episode today. Um, I was actually not going to do an episode today. I'm fighting a, a viral infection and, and I have trouble breathing and speaking for long periods of time. Um, but um, I wanted to record this episode in response to uh, two different incidents that have happened over the past uh, three weeks. Um, in two different school districts that that disturbed me. Um, I actually had trouble sleeping last night um, thinking about these two incidents. So, and this uh, this absolutely goes hand in hand with the incident that happened in Dayton um, in August, where a player headbutted an umpire. So, um, I usually don't give very strong opinions on on this podcast. Um, uh, I have a friend who 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 makes fun of me for not giving strong opinions. Um, but today you're going to get a lot of strong opinions. So I apologize for that in, in advance. I'm recording this episode due to my sheer dismay at the reactions of the responsible adults in both of these most recent situations. Um, and I'm also doing it solo um, because I want to be responsible for only my remarks here and not have anyone else say something they might regret. Um, however, if you have thoughts you want to share, I've opened a voicemail number that you can leave your thoughts for possibly a future episode where we'll pull a few thoughts together and, and maybe do a follow-up. Um, you can call 407-588-7224 and leave your thoughts. Or you can contact me through email at hello at FridayNightStripes.com or through Twitter or Facebook uh, at Friday Night Stripes. I've stayed away from doing one of these episodes on referee uh, retention crises and things like that. We've talked a little bit about retention, but I've tried not to do one of these boilerplate um, podcasts that we get. We, we see articles every other week about um, the number of officials declining. And I, I just don't think I, if I'm telling that to everyone listening to that to this uh, I'm preaching to the choir, so it's not worth it. But these very specific examples were uh, were certainly something to to address. So the first one I want to address is um, one that happened back in September in West Memphis, and this is the Arkansas st- side of the uh, Mississippi River, West Memphis. Um, and what happened there was after the game, um, the superintendent of schools. Uh, got onto the field and confronted the officials. Um, there were reports that he possibly spit on an official. Um, the the superintendent denies that he spit on an official. Um, with no personal knowledge myself, I'm assuming that he was yelling and screaming and, and maybe spit flew out of his mouth. Um, being spit on is certainly not a, something any of us want. Um, the... The school district came back with the fact that he can't attend any more football games for the rest of the month, um, and that he's barred sideline access for two years. Um, and that was it. Uh, he has apologized. He, he has realized what he d- did was wrong. However, he, uh, he still says he did not spit. And, and um, I've not heard of any charges being pressed, so I think we'll let that rest. Um, but the relative inaction of the of the school board is, is concerning. 
Um, if the roles were reversed and, and we had an incident where an official and a superintendent were yelling at each other and the official was said to have spit on the superintendent, um, I have a feeling the school board would have reacted very differently. Um, and, and, and they would have been, they would have been hardcore trying to go after that official, uh, instead of defending their own. So, um, I'm a little disappointed. I'm a lot disappointed in the, uh, in, in the West Memphis, Arkansas, uh, school board. Um, I'm not going to go into many more details there cause there just aren't a lot. Um, and, and to be honest, this story pales in comparison to the next one. Um, so we're going to move on to Des Moines. In Des Moines on Friday night, there was a play during the second quarter where the quarterback was rolling out and he was hit by a defender high. Um, there was no flag on the field. A coach came storming out and confronted the officials. Um, he was removed. Um, later comes out to f- come to find out he, he probably cursed at the officials. Um, there are no reports that he threatened or, or physically touched an official. Um, and he was ejected from the game. He has since resigned as a coach. Um, and what he was upset about was the fact that there was not a flag. I'm going to repeat. He had that reaction because there was not a flag. He's got an injured player on the ground. And he's upset there's not a flag. Um, before we get into any of my thoughts, my, my, my first thought was to the player who was hit. And, and hopefully he was he's safe. Um, that certainly hasn't been the focus of any of the reporting or of the comments made by the various parties afterwards. And I, the initial, the initial charge from the coach seemed to come from the sideline to the official. It didn't even look like he stopped to look at the injured player who happened to be his son. Um, as I said, the coach has resigned as uh, he's, he was an assistant coach. He's resigned and he's apologized to the head coach and to both athletic directors and that's it not to the officials which is ludicrous um he's hired a lawyer he's lawyered up um and his lawyers out there spreading his first words on the news report was my first reaction was why wasn't there a flag he's defending his client's behavior because there was not a flag on the field and I think you know, I know you all know this, and I know we have trouble convincing people of this. Flags don't have magical powers to reverse time. They don't heal injuries. I've had many, uh, not many, but I've had certainly plays where we see a play, everything happens, and there's a kid on the ground crying in in pain. Um, Sometimes with a a, a limb at a bad angle, or or there's blood, and, and we know that that player's injured. And it eats me up inside. However, I don't sit there and go, well, if I had thrown a flag, he wouldn't be laying there injured because he most certainly would be. Um, and that is that is where it, it it's just it, the, the reaction from the lawyer is just so, so annoying to me at the moment. Um, that would be bad enough. Um Real quick, let's let's talk about the play. Um, you can I'll put the links in the show notes. You can view the play from two different angles, neither of which are the referee's angle. Um, he hit him high. If I if I saw 
you know, if you showed me this clip without any of the news, I'd say, yeah, I'd call that. I'd call that targeting. Um, I'd call that a, an illegal helmet, um, illegal contact to the helmet. Um, but the point is the, the, the referee didn't throw the flag, looked like he was looking at it. It looked like he may have been screened by the quarterback to see maybe the kind of blow that the defender delivered. Um, the point is, no video tells you what the referee was seeing. So, um, all that's bad enough. The coach, the coach apologizing to the head coach and to the assistant, the athletic directors, that's petty. Um, the lawyer is doing his job and defending his client and trying to keep his client out of legal trouble. So I guess I get it, but it's irresponsible on his part. Um, what makes it just so much worse is the reaction of the school board. Based on every report I've seen, the school board issued a statement essentially saying, yes, the, the coach uh, has accepted responsibility for what he did. And here's the bad part. However, this vid the video clearly shows a dangerous incident occurring during the game right in front of the referee who did not call a penalty. The district is now waiting to see what responsibility this referee is going to take for their mistake and if there will be any action by the Iowa High School Athletic Association in response to a dangerous missed call. It was not a dangerous missed call. There's nothing dangerous about a missed call. There's a dangerous play. The missed call does not make it dangerous. The, the school board has, has responded in the way of a fan and not in the way of responsible adults that are leading young minds. And they are pushing all the responsibility on the officials. I'm sure if the, if the referee were to look at it and decide he'd make a mistake, he would communicate within his circles that, yeah, I probably missed that one. Um, we all do it. None of us are perfect and we know that. Um, what is way too much is that we're expected to be perfect, especially in a situation like this where the school board calls it out. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm actually writing a letter to the, um, to the school board. Um, I'll read it for you here uh, just so you can just because so, it captures my thoughts better. Um, and then um, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, so this is a this is a letter to the um, to the school to the superintendent and school board of Des Moines Public Schools. Before I begin, I want to express my concern and hope that both players involved in the hit in question are healthy and have no lingering effects. The statement reported by Channel 13 as being released by your district regarding the incident involving the coach. I'm leaving all names out of this during the game was disappointed was disappointing. Calling for the referee to take responsibility for a missed call puts priorities on the wrong things. There was only one party who acted irresponsibly in this incident, and it was the coach. His actions were handled within the rules of the game. I personally did not feel there was a need to resign or have any charges brought against him unless he threatened any official. As an official myself, I know I do not call perfect games. I know very few of us profess to have ever called perfect a perfect game. However, that in no way excuses your stance that the referee take responsibility for not throwing a flag. I believe you are aware that flags are simply markers for fouls. 
They do not mend broken limbs, clear the minds of concussions, nor do anything else but penalize something that is against the rules. Whether there was a flag is immaterial to the health of the player. In this age of instant replay for higher levels of football, every play that every football official makes is under scrutiny. A large percentage of us use that film to improve and see things we can do better. However, it is irresponsible of anyone to know what the referee should or should not have seen based on the two video angles I've seen so far. Neither was from the referee's point of view, so you do not know what angle he hit that saw the hit from. Your response shows a lack of perspective. It sounds as if it were written by a fan instead of a responsible adult charged with leading young minds by example. I'm not going to regale you with stories and quotes regarding the shortage of officials in all sports at all youth levels. I'm sure you've heard that enough of that from others. However, your lack of leadership in response to this incident may play a large part in a decline from officials in your area as they do not feel the district supports them and is looking to blame them for things they do not control. Review whether you think the person who sent out the, the statement did her job in representing your thoughts and feelings on the matter in her role as a communication officer. Do better. Lead by your example so that we can show future officials that school boards understand that the priorities are the behavior of the adults, not whether there is a piece of laundry on the ground. So that's pretty much my letter. I'm going to wrap up here. As you can tell, my voice is going fast. Um, again, if you want to share your thoughts on, on any of this for potential use on a, on a future episode, and it'll probably be in the offseason, um, we'll get it out of the actual heat of the season, and, we'll, and I'll compile it for the offseason. Um, you can leave a message at 407-588-7224 or you can contact me through email at hello at FridayNightStripes.com or through Twitter or Facebook at Friday Night Stripes. Finally, thank you. Thank, thanks to all of you for everything you do. Don't let the angry reactions of unruly adults get to you. Do not stoop to their level. We're, we're, we're on the field to be impartial adjudicators um, and let's deal with unruly adults within the rules of the game thank you all very much we'll talk again soon thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'Em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.